There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Happy Thursday, America! Welcome to your home away from the madness, at least for the next three hours. It's the Colleen and Bradley Show. I'm the Bradley, that's the Holly. Colleen will be back with us next week. Holly. Bradley. Holly. Bradley. It's time for Hollywood. Oh, I got that What's, here. Hold what? on a sec. Okay, because okay. I have a question that's okay. appropriate. to. What the heck is going on over at the HBO slash Discovery Plus slash Warner Brothers slash what's going on over there? Oh, it's a big old woof is what's going on over there. It is. You know, like yesterday, this has just been all over the place, of course, and we've known for a while that there was some stuff happening. Yesterday, we learned, though, or at least we talked about yesterday, the day before this week, that Batgirl is going bye-bye without seeing the light of day, in fact. Yeah, and the fact that Warner Brothers had spent... Upwards of $90 million producing Batgirl. It was almost finished, the film in post-production. And then Warner Brothers said, no, 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 Batgirl. (laughs) Yeah, you're not getting any Batgirl. And then we started to understand that perhaps that was as a result of some financial realities that are now facing uh, the entity that owns... that movie. Yeah. The entity that owns Batgirl is now Warner Brothers Discovery. There was a big merger that happened but a year ago, Bradley, between two mega media corporations. And so they're looking at rearranging the kitchen a little bit as a result of that merger. Yeah, they had to do some cost cutting and it seemed like they one of the places they were going to do it is with projects that they didn't feel very confident about. And by uh, all accounts behind the scenes, people felt like perhaps this Batgirl movie was not in a place to succeed and therefore should go bye-bye without seeing the light of day, day also because they could use it as a tax write-off as a loss, which would be, you know, $90 million tax write-off is probably not a bad thing. Huh, yeah. Except and unless you are the actor, actors, directors, um, production crew, everyone who's responsible for putting that movie out. Now, they all got paid, but don't you, when you generally do something creative, want the world to see it? You would think there's a lot of time, energy and creativity that's put into making a movie. I mean, listen, anytime a movie gets made, period, no matter how good or how bad the end product is, there's a lot of talent and a lot of energy that goes into making a movie. The fact that a movie can get made, period, is quite frankly, oftentimes a miracle. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we are starting to hear from the creatives behind uh, this movie, Batgirl. Specifically, Leslie Grace, the star of Batgirl, 
Um, she was in The Heights, right? Yes. She was uh, in Lin- Lin-Manuel Miranda's The Heights movie. And uh, she said uh, for the first time following the news that the $90 million film she was a part of has gone away before ever showing its face. Um, and here's what she said. On the heels of the most recent news about our movie Bad Girl, I am proud of the love. I want you to do what Lori and Julia do so well. And we've heard for years, Hollywood speak this. Mm-hmm. On the heels of the recent news about our movie Batgirl, I am proud of the love, hard work, and intention all our incredible cast and tireless crew put into this film over seven months in Scotland. I feel blessed to have worked among uh, absolute greats and forged relationships for a lifetime in the process. To every Batgirl fan, thank you for the love and belief, allowing me to take on the cape and become, as Bab said best, my own damn hero. Hashtag bad girl for life. Bad girl emoji. Mm. Do you have any uh, thoughts on her statement? The Hollywood speak on that from Leslie Grace is I'm upset that I put a lot of time and energy into this movie that I thought was going to make me a star. I'm glad I made some connections. I'm going to uh, get the Batgirl fan base all riled up and have them go after Warner Brothers Discovery. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. I want to give it you to you. Hey. Oh, that's all oh, I have. thank Sorry. you. I, that was supposed to be a ding. But I'll yes, take it. I fully agree. But I also think you. The, the thing you notice there is she doesn't criticize anybody. No. Because she's a working actor in Hollywood and would like to remain so. Yes. And with a behemoth like uh, Warner Brothers Discovery or Warner Discovery. Warner Discovery. What's the new thing called? Warner Discovery. Wait, I, now I'm having a I brain know. fart. It's okay. The, the <laughs> new media giant. That Warner is, Brothers Discovery. Okay. There it is. All right. So Warner I'm going to Bro- give myself a day. Warner Brothers Discovery. And then next year it'll be five names. Anyway, <laughs> she doesn't want to, you know, understandable. She doesn't want to burn any bridges. But you can imagine just the intense agony she must feel as yeah. the, you know, here's a woman who is going to also do something that we haven't seen on the big screen. You know, uh, a character like this as a woman, and not only a woman, but a woman of color, um, like trailblazing movie, it could have been for that alone, right? Much less just the creative work that she put in. Right. And her statement, Leslie Grace's statement about Batgirl getting canned, very intelligent that she's really going to the fans. She's thanking them specifically because Mm. if we know anything Mm. about the internet, Mm. fandom moves Mm. mountains sometimes. Especially when uh, sponsored by a troll army. But that's Zack Snyder and a whole different story that they were able to come up with a hundred and some odd million dollars to make a movie happen out of nothing. But I will say that her announcement, again, we're just talking about the fallout from this Batgirl going away. And I know you think to yourself, well, this seems like kind of a minor deal. It sucks for her and it sucks for everyone involved that they are not going to get to see the light of day. But I'm telling you, this is so much and Hollywood agree, I imagine. And she'll tell us this was so much. This is just a tiny part of a much bigger story that's happening. Um, I did also just want to let you know that her statement came hours after the directors both released their own statement and just, you know, doubled down on the fact that it was surprising. It was shocking. It came out of nowhere. And they, too, would hope that, um, you know, the fate of this film would be different. I said, though, that this is a small part, perhaps maybe the most visible small part of this much larger story, because we also learned that they were shelving Scoob. Scoob. A, a Scoob movie? Yeah. The Scooby-Doo thing? The sequel to Scoob. Uh, sorry. Uh, the, the animated film that came out during the pandemic over on HBO Max featuring the voice of one Zac Efron. Oh. 
I know. I don't know how I missed that movie. Probably well, because we it's, didn't see him. Because it's animated. You don't get yeah. the visual there. Yeah. But yes, the Scoob holiday sequel, that also got the can. Now, Bradley, you could say uh, that the cancellation of these movies over at Warner Brothers is the Black Canary in the Cold Mine. <laughs> I get it, Black Canary. She's a DC character. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. No, I see what you did there. What you're saying is that this is but an indication of things to come because there's a much larger conversation about what's going to happen between two of the streaming. Well, no, one streaming behemoth and another streaming like mm, I don't want to say lead weight, although I am I find myself to be a fancier of Discovery Plus. But there is a future in doubt for HBO Max and Discovery Plus. Because they're now owned by the same people. They're now owned by the same people. And Bradley, there's a lot of internet scuttlebutt going around the past 24 hours about the fate of HBO Max. And quite frankly, Bradley, I'm very concerned. As a person who loves HBO Max, is my favorite streaming service. They're cleaning house over there in ways that it's making me uncomfortable. So what specifically is making you uncomfortable? Well, they're getting rid of of streaming exclusive movies over at HBO Max. And in fact, HBO Max has quietly removed six Warner Brothers streaming exclusive movies, including the movie The Witches, starring Anne Hathaway and Octavia Spencer. Also, they got rid of the movie An American Pickle, starring Seth Rogen, among others. So they're slowly getting rid of their original content catalog. Also, there are reports that HBO Max is doing belt tightening by laying off about 70% of their Holy. development staff. Wow. And those are the people that find development staff in Hollywood are the folks who find the projects that will eventually get produced and that we eventually get to see. Well, and this merger already killed off CNN's streaming venture, right? Oh, yeah. CNN Plus lasted for a week and then they can that. And a bunch of people lost their jobs, had shows ready to go, were already you know about to air, and yeah. they just went bye-bye. So... This is this is going to affect all sorts of things that people probably don't even realize. So I, I do have a question, though, a finer point yes. that I would like to make. Um, why would you remove streaming exclusives that are already done? Like, I don't what. How does that benefit you financially? That, Bradley, is a question of Hollywood accounting that I can't answer for you. But they're definitely leaning in a direction that, quite frankly, Bradley, I don't really like because it was just announced. I talked about this at the top of the hour. Dirt alert. That Chip and Joanna Gaines' Magnolia content is migrating to HBO Max. Which is interesting because that would have lived before on Discovery+. Plus. Right. They have yet to decide what they're going to do with these two streaming platforms. You don't know if HBO Max will be a tile on Discovery+, Plus, vice versa, or if they'll create some new streaming platform that combines both. I will say the good news is this is, not to call it an embarrassment of riches, but there's a ton of content, so it's just a matter of, I would imagine if you work over at HBO Max right now, you're scared because you think that there's a chance this merger will lead to the destruction of the brand of HBO Max, which I think has created for itself a very specific idea of elevated, um, good quality content, yeah. right? original mm-hmm. content, whereas, yeah. you know, Discovery Plus I love and have been currently binging Homestead Rescues uh, or Homestead Rescue for like the last four seasons over the last few days. Um, That's not the same brand. That's not the same audience 
that's not the same cachet, I would imagine, if you're a content creator as HBO Max. No, and the HBO brand has, to your point, a lot of cachet, Bradley, that's been developed over decades. HBO started in the early 80s. And Prestige TV, you could make the argument that it started with HBO's original programming. Now, there is a difference before we go to break. Just pointing it out, there's a difference between HBO shows and Max Originals. Yeah. And it's the Max Originals that people are scared are going to be pulled off of the streaming service or we're not going to get additional seasons of those shows. And some of those shows include the Gossip Girl reboot, Minx, and just like that, the Sex and the City continuation, Doom Patrol, Harley Quinn. So these are the shows that are Max Originals. When you're watching HBO Max, it will prompt you and tell you as such. But those are all the shows right now their future is in question on whether or not Warner Brothers Discovery wants to even bother with that stuff anymore. Yeah, it's it's going to be a roller coaster for a while. So strap in. The future of streaming is yet to be decided. And we are living through. I don't know what you would even call this, because I don't think we know where we're headed yet, because I don't know. We know like people are not done cord cutting yet. So the full audience for streaming is still not there and until that happens i don't i think it's going to be a lot of twists and turns yeah get some dramamine and a barf bag yeah cuz we're in for a ride but also check out homestead rescue <laughs> if you want to find out how people in their homesteads are failing and how this family comes and saves the day it's it's just a nice feel good show with like canning and and um farming Okay, great. When we come back, Holly, uh, are you going to be doing the Dirt Alert today? I sure am. Wow. All right. Holly's got all the latest from Hollywood right here on My Talk 1071.